Good day and welcome to Practice Blueprint, the podcast. Each episode of Practice Blueprint captures our success and shares it with other practitioners. Our success is based on already making big mistakes so you don't have to. See, over the years, we have been fortunate to capture a proven, sustainable, and successful program which will eliminate fear, frustration, and stress while it advances your competency and your confidence so that you can develop a sustainable, profitable, natural health business. This system is built by practitioners for practitioners. It is not theory. It has been proven with over 30,000 clinical hours of hands-on experience to support it. In each episode, we will address real clinical challenges with proven, accessible solutions any practitioner can benefit from. This, in turn, will position you to develop that natural health business you've always dreamed of. So thank you for tuning in to this episode of Practice Blueprint. Hello and welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. This is our special uh, kind of monthly webinar uh, just for Country Doctor Wholesalers. Yep. Um, although I think I shared it with everybody just because this is such an important topic yeah. we want to cover, um, especially while people are kind of restricted at home right now. Um, this is a really, really great tool for practitioners to use in their center or clinic, but especially a really, really great tool when we don't have the ability to do a hands-on evaluation on clients. This is a probably the, um, the best tool from a value standpoint mm-hmm. of what you pay for it, um, yep. for the actual software, yep. um, in what you get and what you're able to do with people because you can send it to them and they can, can, they can complete the questionnaire at their convenience, mm-hmm. which is about three pages. And is it 300 questions? 224. 224 questions. I think. Did I That's remember a lot. that right? No, 212. 212. Um, so what we are going to do today with you guys is go through each section or each group, so to speak, on the system survey. And, um, and Dan is going to cover um, to really kind of educate us on, you know, when, when that particular group comes up on a report for a client what does that mean for you, the practitioner, right? What does that group represent? And then how do you make recommendations based off of um, what they have, um, what they've completed with that survey? So, um, and if you don't have a copy of our kind of survey guide, let me know. I will drop a link for that document when we're done. If you don't already have that or I'll email it to you directly um, because I think this is a really, really awesome tool um, that he put together for everybody um, that really kind of breaks down what each group what each group is and then what product recommendations you can make based off of their stress patterns. Yeah. So with that, I'll turn it over to okay. you. Okay. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Hope you're having a wonderful Friday. We This is one I'm really excited about, and it's one that's really next to the heart rate variability test and and the, the, you know, the hands-on nutritional kinesiology evaluation. This is like, this is the third leg to the three-legged stool, right? We've all heard a little analogy that if you have a stool with two legs, it just falls over. One leg, it won't even, you know. But if you get three legs properly positioned, then you have some stability, right, to that stool. Well, when it comes to your clinical practice, there needs to be three identifiable legs to the stool to make mm-hmm. your practice be very firm and very stable, right? 
For me, this is just for me, it's the heart rate variability test for establishing the autonomic nervous system. It is the hands-on evaluation with nutritional kinesiology and it's this little document right here. This, it, from my perspective in terms of an evaluation and educating the client as to what exactly is happening and why, you don't know the cause yet and maybe not how to clear it, but at least you understand how their body's re responding to stress, okay? And so each one of these groups, and by the way, there's, uh, what, eight different groups, nine different groups on this, mm -hmm. eight different groups plus the male or female section, okay? Uh, so there's nine different sections, but when you look at this document, it's 100% all about the endocrine system. Mm -hmm. It's 100% based on balancing of the endocrine system. Now, there's a couple of organs in there, or a couple of areas that are specific to digestion. There's a couple, one area in there that's specific to complex B complex nutrients, which helps to stabilize uh, stress patterns, stamina, energy, and cardiovascular performance. Okay. But all of it falls under the realm of endocrine. One of the things that was explained to me a long time ago, and I really appreciated it, was you have the, uh, the, the digestive system is uh, the hierarchy to that is the endocrine system and the hierarchy to that is the pituitary. The pituitary is what runs that endocrine system. It is to the endocrine system, those 17 organs, what the conductor is to a good orchestra. It helps things kind of flow and have harmony, right? And, and to increase or decrease as needed for the body to perform optimally. So this is really, it says symptom survey, but it should be more like an endocrine evaluation, right? Because that's really, that's really what it is. And each one of these groups is specific to an organ of that system, okay? You can have a client will come to you, and most of them do, and they'll, they'll come to you with the attitude that... Well, my headache is the problem. Well, we as natural practitioners, we don't think the headache's the problem. The headache is a symptom of the problem, okay? Mm -hmm. The high blood pressure, uh, the met metabolic dysfunction, the gaining of weight, the type two diabetes, the insomnia, the sleep apnea, snoring, whatever their thing is that's on here, they look at this and they identify with a bunch of this and they, because of lack of proper education, they think this is the problem. When you list all these things, that this is their problem. It's not. It's a symptom of the problem, and the rest of the form, the rest of the uh, survey, mm -hmm. shows them step by step what to look at, the things that are, that are actually the underlying cause is liver, but if it's liver that's showing up in this particular form, um, there can be uh, 10, 20, almost 30 different... Uh, there's almost 30, 33 different symptoms just in this one form that are known liver suspicious symptoms, mm -hmm. okay? So when they look at it and they have, well, they're sensitive to hot weather and they have sneezing attacks, lots of feelings of insecurity, discomfort between the shoulder blades, they're telling you all these things that they have and in their mind, that's the problem and they want you to help them fix the problem. You have to then take this report and educate them as to know these are symptoms of your problem, the real challenge that you face is liver dysfunction, liver stress, mm -hmm. liver performance. And you have to educate them from moment one before they ever take a supplement or grab a food log and start filling it out. All this is, they have to be educated on this prior to starting any program. So each one of these different groups, one through nine, is specific to an organ, and those organs are specific to the endocrine system. And there's several dozens in most cases of different 
unrelated symptoms, and this is where modern medicine really fails our clients. When By the time they get frustrated enough and full of fear enough to come to us mm -hmm. and seek our guidance, they are completely uneducated of the fact that with their pulse rate is too slow or they have you know they wake up every morning with watery itchy eyes well the water this is the problem no it could be an inflammatory issue of the parasympathetics and your body's not healing properly we need to upregulate your body's ability to heal and then the symptom of that inability goes away and these are the what this is kind of the communication pattern that we would we should try to develop from day one okay now all we've done after taking, this is a green software, we take their survey. What we've done is we've just taken it one step further and put it, those groups into specific areas, what they are associated to with the endocrine system, but more importantly, a primary and secondary protocol to consider in helping that person restore function so the symptoms go away. The next step to that is, once the symptoms start improving, and they, they do, they think, oh, I'm healthy, and then they want to quit, or they get lazy, or kind of let up, and don't think they need to go on. And again, that's a, that's a mm -hmm. communication pattern problem from me as the practitioner to my client if they ever try and do that to me. I missed an opportunity to educate them properly as to what they, what they should do is three to six months to get stable, one to three years to get well. But you should notice positive change in the next five to seven days. You really could. But all that means is you're taking stress off that organ or that system and therefore the symptoms are going to come down accordingly. So when we educate people this way and it starts clicking with them and they get exposed to it and they hear you say it over and over and then they experience mm -hmm. it, mm -hmm. then they start to experience it, mm -hmm. then the nickels just start dropping left and right. They become very excited about what you do and how you offer it and they usually go out into the community and help you build your business, which is the second and third piece to what we try to have uh, you know, our clients do as well. But the first thing is to position them with good education. Mm -hmm. And each group is specific to um, you know, an area of the body. The sympathetic nervous system is group one. That's for people that are, that are hypertonic. Their body's throwing off symptoms, a specific symptom of that nervous system. So when you look at uh, acid foods upset them, or they gag easily, or they, they, ha they feel keyed up all the time, or you know they they get uh, they get over over overheated easily, or they have cold sweats off, and things of that nature. Where their their body seems to be overreactive. That's always going to fall under, usually fall under, a classification of a sympathetic nervous system, which is this the the fight or flight side of the nervous system, mm. where parasympathetic has to do with more of uh, you know sensitive to cold and and blinking their eyes a lot, joint stiffness in the morning. They didn't really recuperate. Uh, slow healing, things of that nature. So, you know, that's parasympathetic. And the two have to relate to one another back and forth several times a day based on your body's needs. And that's where the heart rate variability test and some other things come in that we use. But the point is, is that if you can't see a client, if they can't come to your, to your mm -hmm. clinic, and if you can get them to fill this out and understand, fill it out properly, uh, you know, one is mild, two moderate, three is severe. Don't put ones on every group because we've for those of us who've used symptom service for any length of time, we've had clients do that. Mm -hmm. Oh, I always, you know, and they just, oh, everything's a one, right? Um, Sometimes you have to be really specific giving instructions yeah. to your clients as they fill this out. 
Um, so for example, we always make sure that we verbally tell them in addition to highlighting it on the paper, like on the paper you can see that the front desk is already has these ready to go. So they've highlighted the part that says leave blank if you don't have the problem. Correct. What the staff I notice is really good about doing is they'll verbally co uh, communicate to the clients um, if you're not currently experiencing it, don't mark it. Because what happens sometimes um, is they'll mark, oh, well, I've had this before, I've had this before, I've had this before, and maybe they're marking issues that they had a year ago or mm -hmm. five years ago. Yep. And what we're trying to get is a snapshot picture of what's going on in this moment, yep. not every single symptom they've experienced over the course of their lifetime. So you do want to give kind of some specific instructions so that you get them to fill it out so that you can best help them. Yep. When would you use, so like for example, on the um, reference sheet, yes. you have the kind of primary product recommendations and then you have additional support um, foundational and foundational programs. When would you plug into additional support? Would that be after, let's say they've gone, they've been on a program for a week and yeah. are not seeing results, then would you do go to refer to additional support? I would, I would actually, you know, give it anywhere from uh, two to three weeks, you know, maybe like a third of a healing cycle, so maybe even three to four weeks some, in some cases. Again, there's other factors that are going to contribute to that because in the meantime, they are doing food logs. You're going to identify other stress patterns, things that they're doing to themselves, creating the problem with the headaches and the gas and the can't sleep well at night and the, you know, the heartburn. And, and so you're going to be seeing other things are going to come on display with the food logs. Um, and the other thing that's valuable to point out along with these groups mm -hmm. is from a long distance perspective, I never try to, to support more than three groups at a time. Okay, so, this is good to know. So let's say that group three, which is sugar handling, comes up, which when we look over here, the number one thing for that is enzymes. And then you flip the page and now group five is showing up. Well, we know that is liver. So I would get them to do a liver gallbladder with okay. the detox. Okay. okay? And then lastly is... but And uh, also making sure they're eliminating yeah. bowels every single day yep. if you're going to proceed with something like that, which you would want to be asking your client that yeah. anyways. Yeah. And finally, group eight is B-complex and or iron deficiencies. And the way you arrive at that is very simple. You just, total, you just tally it, right? You just do a tally. So if in group one they've only marked three things and the total is nine, the number is nine for that tally, but in group three they've marked... 20 different things and their average is two and that score is 40 and it's one of the highest numbers on your tally sheet well you know that's one of the areas that's under the most stress mm. therefore you can just revert that to your which group is supporting for that get them on their enzymes make sure they're having good bowel movements with a liver detox and get them on some b complex and start there start simple easy focused it falls right in line with what their chief concerns are. Within five to seven days, they're going to start seeing improvements, changes, less of this, less of that. They're not going to be perfect. We're not looking for perfection. We're looking for performance improvement. That's it. If, they're, if, they, if they say their energy is a three out of ten when they saw you and a week later they can say it's a four, guess what? That's improvement. Uh, and you can look at them and ask them that. Would you say it's slightly improved? Oh, yes, I would. Okay, great. So all these little positive confirmations along the way is what builds them into and their confidence in you to stay with this course long enough to get the kind of results they're looking for. I do these every six week, uh, the, at the sixth week and at the twelfth week because that's one full healing cycle. And if nobody's ever shared this with you, 
A healing cycle is 12 to 14 weeks, meaning that during that first 12 to 14 weeks, you're addressing the right thing with the right item in the right amount for the right amount of time. So there's four components that have to go into designing the right nutritional therapy piece from a, from a system survey. You have to give them the right thing, S-Symes, liver flush, and B-complex, get the right amount in them of those nutrients, mm -hmm. and the right amount of time is usually a full healing cycle, but they should see some improvement in performance within the first five to seven days, okay? Mm. But, they're gonna, but I would always educate that you're gonna be on this long term, could be the, you know a full healing cycle, that's 12 to 14 weeks, but let's break it down into something real simple. We'll talk again next week just to see how you're responding to the program. And it's always about seeing how they respond to the program, not what is the program doing for them. That is the wrong communication to ever fall into because if, they're, if, you're, if you present it like the program is going to do something for them mm -hmm. and it doesn't, you're to blame. But if you educate them that they're taking in nutrition, let's see how your body responds, mm -hmm. and that wasn't responsive, we know the nutrition works. We know, all of us know that enzymes benefit the body, that mm -hmm. probiotics benefit the body, that Hawthorne and Cayenne is wonderful for the cardiovascular system, right? That, that superfood nourishes. Superfood nourishes, yeah. and ICF-1 and 2 cleanses. We know those, there's no disputing that. Mm -hmm. But what the variable always is, is how does their body respond? to that mm -hmm. and are we getting the right amount right amount of time and in the right order and the symptom survey helps to ensure when we can't do hands-on evaluations mm -hmm. that we are handling things in the right order meaning the greatest number of stress or area of stress mm -hmm. is group three group five group eight that's it in and they, in that order the highest number second highest third highest number the rest of them might be right there close but never address more than three Use this guide, pull the, the number one recommended product from that guide, and then monitor their response and their compliance with taking the following the, the protocol mm -hmm. and also doing their food logs and some other things. You can develop a very effective uh, uh, remote, I guess that's one of the terms they use, remote practices, mm -hmm. by doing that if you'll do that consistently that way with long distance folks or with folks that can't get out like we have I had some folks from Nebraska yeah. that couldn't come over here from Utah from Colorado some of them didn't feel comfortable yeah. I respect that we do a phone console others you know because of their city or, or county mm -hmm. ordinances or whatever they couldn't leave uh, that area or they'd have to be quarantined when they came back so um, Dan yes when you are sending this are you emailing this to your clients and then scanning and emailing it back when they, yeah, that's yeah. a good, that's a great question, April. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we, um, I have a, they're all in PDF format. All of my intake forms are. And then Sarah, when she gets an inquiry for a new person or existing, when I'm going to do a phone consult, she'll send them the appropriate document from that. They fill it out and either email it back to her or scan it and text it back to me or whatever. We print it off, we prepare it, and it's in their file in my door. Mm -hmm. Then when I get ready to do that phone consultation, I have what I need right there. I can evaluate it. And there's also that questionnaire, that 10 question questionnaire that we mm -hmm. produce for people. A long people. distance questionnaire. Long distance yep. questionnaire. It's a one, one uh, sheet that I use over the phone with clients to capture all the most important feedback. Um, bowel movements, energy, sleep, digestion. Are they being compliant? Um, you know, are, are they taking their program as they're supposed to? Let, do we have a food log? Let's review that. 
Um, you know, any new questions or concerns? How are they responding since the last visit? Um, have they checked out the Nutrition 101 DVD in the last six months? If they haven't, now's a great time. For those that are home, now's a great time to brush up on the basics. Everybody should be re-watching that Nutrition mm -hmm. 101 video. Um, you know, posing questions, coming up with things that they can be doing uh, to improve their health while they're while they're they may be in a situation where they're forced to stay at home. So um, that's really the approach that I've used with the folks in in in, in Colorado and the folks in um, uh, Nebraska. It's worked very well. The, they're very appreciative of it. The other thing is is that for those that are like a one man or one woman office. Mm. Um, and you're doing more remote than in cl clinic or right now is all remote. Um, they do have an option where you can do have it online where the client fills it out and you don't have to actually enter it. I think it just costs a little bit more. Yeah. So that is an option as is, well for you. We just process, we just do them. We just process it here. Yeah. And it, and it, it is HIPAA regulated. It is HIPAA compliant. The Maestro survey online is HIPAA compliant. So you don't have to worry about any of that. If they fill it out and it gives them a report back, they have to enter a code in order to view that report. So um, I hope that answered your question, April. Yeah, and thanks for the question, April. Um, so here's my question. So if I am a practitioner and I'm looking at addressing the three core areas, let's say we're talking sugar handling, liver, and B-complex. -complex. As an example, Then, sure. So then I would go to product recommendations. Yep. Okay, so like sugar handling, for example. Number then would I do all of them or nope. do or just select specific products depending on what they have going on? I would do the very first one listed in the product recommendations. Of each one. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, so not necessarily program. all products because we don't want to put people yeah. on a 10 or 15 product program mm -hmm. out of the gate. We like small programs yep. while we work with them on diet and education, yep. Yep. and then let's work on, and plus it doesn't overwhelm them. Yep. When clients get overwhelmed, they have a tendency to put their hands in the air and quit or feel like it's too much for them. Yep. Get overwhelmed um, easily. They're already overwhelmed by the time they get to us. So, so the very first product of each one. Yep. Um, and then can we talk about drainage for a moment, which sure. I think is going to... For the most part, on a lot of these, it's going to be the first pro uh, a lot of, not all of them, but some of the first products. But let's talk about kind of what products are drainage and why it's important to make sure that's part of virtually every program. When you think about the effects of a faulty immune system, which is part of the metabolic process, part of the lymphatics, okay, part of circulatory. There's a lot of things that are that are encompassed in that. Mm -hmm. When the immune system, because we're a great big walking immune system, that's really what we are. So we don't have an immune system; we are an immune system. So mm -hmm. everything is affected. When you think drainage for somebody who might have a weakness for a virus, right? And we look at viral, mm -hmm. we look at flu be gone or Virex, that type of thing. But number one drainage remedy is always listed as Bioflora. Bioflora is going to pop up in every one of those except well the viral factors. But bioflora is on whether it's viral, bacterial, fungal, or parasitic, because that creates an environment in the GI tract, which is where our immune system resides for the most part, and then it expresses itself everywhere else in the body. But it's really influenced by the gut. So you, when you get pre and probiotics out of balance, and most everybody that we work with does have some of that, mm -hmm. then, then you're positioning the body to get rid of the, and excrete the toxic byproducts mm -hmm. of having to deal with a virus or a fungus or a parasite. There's always toxic byproducts to that pathology. So when you hear the term drainage, 
what we're talking about is giving the body the support it needs to not just elevate and rise to the occasion and create an environment that that pathology doesn't want to be in anymore and it evacuates, okay? But any debris left behind that could create a recolonization of future funguses or parasites, bacterials, things of that. That's, that's, what, that's what happens when you get cases like um, non-resolving SIBO and things of that nature. There is an element of an environment that hasn't been corrected. It is constantly supporting mm. this imbalance and mm. the immune system can't get on top of it. Or there's other factors present, heavy metals, chemicals, things of that nature, faulty diet, uh, scar tissue, suppressing mm -hmm. of the immune system. That's why we teach the five stressors because mm -hmm. more than one of those is usually active. But drainage facilitates the body's natural ability to get rid of the byproducts of mm -hmm. these toxic wastes is really what it is, these toxic proteins. Yeah. These uh, pathogenicity is it's what it's called. Um, and the pathogenicity, uh, which falls under the virulence factors in the, in the test kits that are used, mm. um, you'll have people that'll test for the virulence factors only and that their immune system is saying, mm -hmm. look, I don't have an active weakness for viral or parasite or bacteria or fungus. But I have so much debris and so much uh, pathogenicity hmm. left over from previous infections. Mm -hmm. We had a gal that had 17 documented uh, UTIs in 12 months. 17 documented, okay? Here's what was happening. She, and we, when we did our body scan, we found both kidneys weak, but we found two different weaknesses in the immune system. One kidney was showing for bacteria and the other kidney was showing for, for fungus. So every time they'd load her up on bacteria, on anti, uh, antibiotics, the bacter bacterial-laden kidney that was weak for that would always feel better. And after right the second she got off the antibiotics, she got worse, never better. Mm -hmm. It never lasted, and she created more and more of an imbalance in that gut. It took us about 8 to 12 weeks, somewhere in there, to get her completely, fully stable. Um, you had, we had to address two separate in, uh, immune weaknesses in the same system, urinary tract, um, and she hasn't had one since. That was several years ago. So that's why the, the work that we all do is so much more advanced and so much more um, less dark age, like what modern medicine is today. It's really in the dark ages in terms of... It's really more elevated. It's, it's very, very advanced, very elevated. It's a higher perspective and a much, much more broadened approach to looking at the whole person. And so when you have, sometimes you'll have people that'll that'll say their immune system is what's blocking them or switching them or causing the problem and mm -hmm. it's a weakness in the immune system but it doesn't come up as a virus or a parasite or a fungus or, or a bacteria but you have to check those virulence factors vials and virulence factors simply means there's a pathogenicity that's present in the, the GI tract primarily could be also in lymphatics people that get the lymph nodes that never go down they never hurt um, you know, they don't, don't, don't complain of tenderness, but they always have swollen glands, right? This isn't, but, but they never check for having an active immune system, mm -hmm. to, you know, fighting something. That's what's going on, is they've had some of these things uh, in the past, chronic, recurrent, long-standing, maybe asymptomatic, right? Not showing any symptoms, um, but they have a byproduct, a residue, a pathogenicity that is very toxic. The body can't slough it off. It creates a recolonization of future bacterias and funguses and things mm. of that nature. So um, it's always wise to really pay attention to like ICF-1, mm -hmm. bioflora, uh, the lymph detox uh, protocols, things mm -hmm. like that for people that uh, have that kind of history.
I just want to clarify too. So um, the last few minutes, what he's been talking about is kind of on the back side. There is an immune support, immune system support section. This is not actually um, part of my, the Maestro system survey. That is just kind of a bonus uh, section that he put on there. Um, for those of you that are doing muscle testing or for those of you that have biofeedback or like yep. the Zyto machines, mm -hmm. if you have a client, for example, that you know they're coming in and, and bacteria keeps coming up, right? Or mm -hmm. um, I think virulence is on um, the biofeedback. So if you yeah. have one of these that is, that is coming up on the biofeedback, then this can kind of give you... Um, some uh, some ideas of what where you where can... your selection needs to be yeah and never try to do more than two or three things at a time I, you know that's where the homeopathy kind of influence comes in for me at least from a traditional homeopath mm -hmm. standpoint we would go through the repertory book and just drill these symptoms down and down and down mm -hmm. and down and down and down and down I know Sheila knows what I'm talking about to get to a one remedy homeopath to give them and that would be it right and so I tend to with nutritional therapy, herbals, right, mm -hmm. from country doctor, I tend to use a little bit of that mindset on the system survey if that's the only way I have to distribute to them, you know, usage of herbs. Mm -hmm. Is think the top two or three things and that's it. Explain, educate them exactly why mm -hmm. we're using those things very thoroughly so it makes sense. They can grasp it. You're not overwhelming them with a financial burden. You're not overwhelming them with 18 tablets five times a day to take, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and it makes sense to them, and they'll stick with you long enough to get the results that, that you're they're, you're hoping to get them, and that you know that you can as a practitioner. Um, I know a lot of you guys are great healers. All of you guys, in your modalities are like amazing. But if you can't get the client compliant long enough, right? That's the key to making sure that your modality does shine in their mind and that they tell everybody about you and send you like a, you know, 10 referrals the first year. So, mm -hmm. um, there's a lot that goes to this, there's a lot that goes into this game, so to speak, right? It's, you know, position and strategy and understanding that you're, you're 20 steps ahead of your clients and this is one of the ways to do it. Understanding this fully mm -hmm. and how to implement this, never implement more than two, maybe three of the key primaries mm -hmm. for the groups, mm -hmm. for people get their commitment to compliance and that they're going to do their part and then monitor them closely mm -hmm. so that they, you're helping to ensure that they get the results they're looking for. Knowing going in, it takes three to six months to get stable, one to three years to get well. You're and buying all kinds of time. Communicating that right up front. You're buying all kinds of time for their body to respond, but then you give them a lot of hope by saying, but you know, in the next five to seven days, we're probably going to see some positive changes. That's why we'll talk in seven days. We'll set up another um, mm -hmm. uh, re-evaluation, uh, re-discussion right now. Yes, so. love it. So just to recap, you don't want to work on more than three groups at yep. one time. Yep, the highest numbered groups. Start with the first product in each group um, so we can keep a nice small program. Make sure yep. you're collecting food logs. Yep. And then I will just end with this. And because compliance is the biggest challenge that practitioners face, um, there are two big things that impact compliance. The first one is you and your program and yep. how compliant you are with your program. So, um, and all of us have to have those moments, right, where we gut check, are we on food logs, are we complying, are we making progress on our own health? Yep. Um, because our clients will never be um, more compliant than we are. I love what April, thank you April for sharing this with us on your podcast interview. What April said, um, if you guys haven't heard that, go back and listen to it because it's really, really good. Very powerful. She said, she expects, and I might get the numbers wrong, April, so you can correct me, but April expects like, 
90 or 95 percent compliance from herself because she knows her clients will not be more compliant than she is on her program so if she expects 90 or 95 percent from herself then it's realistic for her to expect an 80 percent compliance rate from her clients and i just loved the way april shared that so if you haven't heard that episode make sure you tune into it the second one is communication patterns Mm -hmm. so that is why he shared some key phrases in here right of how to communicate with clients because they come to you with the idea that that they have this problem and you're going to fix it and you guys all know that that's not really how natural health works Um, that's just how they've been conditioned to think about their health and we have to kind of take that um, take away what they've you know been led to believe and then reset their mindset that it's actually how they you know that their health is a direct reflection of their relationship with themselves and how good they're taking care of themselves and we're just helping navigate them on that path so um want to thank everybody for joining us thanks for joining us um i will drop a link to this document it's also in the file section of our practice blueprint group on facebook and um thank you so much for joining us everybody um have an awesome weekend have a blessed weekend Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Practice Blueprint, the podcast. In order to get connected with us by way of Facebook or online or with our LinkedIn accounts, check us out at our website, countrydoctorwholesale.com. It's countrydoctorwholesale.com. There you can get plugged into a number of resources, give us feedback, ask questions, find out about future practitioner events, and be plugged into the Practice Blueprint Manual, which does provide over 20 hours of continuing education credits for practitioners that need it. It is a accredited nationally program with the ANMCB and the AANWP. So again, thank you for tuning in, and we look forward to catching you next time on Practice Blueprint, the podcast. <laughs>